0: we are module three products and services. And this module has a lot of sub modules in it. So today we're on sub module nine, and there's been quite a few steps in this module, um, which is called the high end offer design process. And this module for those of you who've not been on these calls is how to put a high end offer together uh, that you you can ask a premium price for, and that uh, t- make your clients take you take you more seriously. So we're on step nine of that. And we're touching today specifically on your service offerings. So we're gonna look at understand how to put do it yourself services together, how to understand how to put do it with you services together and how to put do it for your services together. So if this all sounds like a bunch of uh, jargon, we'll get into it right now and give you a bit more clarity. So this is the entire module three that we've been sitting on here for quite some time. And this information comes out of our octopus program. And so many of you have been sitting on this with me. This is in the Circle of Excellence program as well, for those of you who are Circle of Excellence members, but in the octopus program, we go into much detail. And so if you are joining us today, uh, are on step eight, which is lesson nine, I highly recommend that you go back right to the start to the recordings that Chris has done for us from day one and do step one two three four five six and seven first in order to get clarity on step eight here as well that doesn't mean you can't listen to it today but i really want to encourage you to go back and listen to the previous recordings if you're unsure where to find them just email chris at, at chris at circle of and he'll be happy to help you so today we're talking about these services and the idea is to build a blueprint which is one image that shows your clients all the offerings in your business and your value proposition but even when your blueprint is built you still need to come up with what exactly your service is going to be now the sad part with the services that we offer our clients is that many of us who's consultants or coaches we develop services by default in other words a client come to us, we're desperate for business. We go, oh, you know what, wait, I'll just quickly go and do a proposal for you. You put some services together and then you send that off to them. You email it to them. They come back and say, oh, you know what, okay, I'll do this and I'll do that. And can you change this for me? And can you change that for me? And so you update your proposal for the client and send it off to them. And so this can easily take two, three, four, five hours of your time if any of you on this call has ever sat and done proposals for clients. So then the next client come and then you sort of change your services again. And then the next client come and now they want training and now you change it for them again. So you are wasting a lot of time reacting to your client's needs as opposed to having a blueprint which shows clients exactly your full suite of offerings but also have proposals attached to it that you can send to them literally within a few minutes and and that's the difference between developing reactive services for your clients as well as as opposed to creating proactive services that's been well thought through so today we're going to give you an overview of the type of services we're going to uh uh, uh, you know, ignite your mind a little bit. Help you have a bit of a wider view on on what you can offer people. And more important than anything, uh, look at what you can do that include you. In other words, what can you do that include your essence, include what you love to do, as opposed to just constantly react to what people want. And I bet many of you on this call. And I remember it was like that for me in my consulting years as well. may sit with five, 10, 20, 30 different proposals to clients because we're always just reacting to to them. And that's what we want to try and prevent today. Okay, so the idea is when it comes to the services and the next session I'll be doing with you will be on products uh, after a few weeks. So today we're focusing specifically on services and not on products. But the whole idea when you do this is to go and take a step back. At what you've created. So the first thing I want to encourage you is to go and take a few steps back and look at what you've created for clients in the past. So a way to do this would be after this call to go and look at all these incredible amount of proposals you have put together and ask yourself how many more proposals do you want to customize? How many more services do you want to provide your client that is only a reaction to them? Remember the idea with building a blueprint for your business, which is one image that has your whole value proposition and service service offering in there, is ultimately to one scale your business. And it's going to be very difficult to scale your business if you have 100 different services that you've customized for clients. And some of you on this call may even build a business at the moment that you ultimately want to sell. And if you don't have a blueprint, which is trademarked, uh, it's going to be difficult for you to convince an investor or a buyer in future to buy this blueprint with, with, let's say, three, four, or five really thought-through services. If you have 100 services and you can do everything for everyone, it's going to be tough for you to sell your business in the future. And that's not necessarily what you all want to achieve here. Many of you do do not want to sell, but some of you are sitting on this call today and I want to give you that bigger vision of you may want to sell in the future. So these are the things that you actually want to consider. So take a step back, go and have a look for me after today's call through the services you've created before um, and to the proposals you've sent out in, in the past. And so that we can start looking at this and categorize it into one, two, or three, maybe five very succinct services that you always go and give to all your clients so that you can stop customizing the way you do and consider the sales of your business at the mo- at, 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 in future. So the way I'm going to approach services today and your services as a coach and consultant or an expert, depending on what you call yourself, is I'm going to use the analogy of the building industry. And so that's why I have this image here is I want you to step a little bit back uh, before we're going to rebuild your house and strategically look at what you've created before. Now, imagine you go and just jump in and build a house. Uh, Without really having a plan, without consulting an architecture, without really having a vision of what you want to achieve, you're probably going to build a business that's going to have defects, you're going to build a business that potentially have uh, electricity problems. You're going to potentially build a business that have um, bugs in it or want to fall over whenever the wind blows. And that's how we build our businesses. And that's how we build our services. And that's why we sometimes hit a type of glass ceiling when we go, look, the services that I've created, uh, I don't enjoy it anymore. Or why am I spending so much time customizing proposals? Or uh, why have I become such a generalist instead of a specialist? And those are all the issues we're addressing today. So there's three types of services ultimately that you can propose to your clients. And this is something you want to consider in your blueprint when you are one of the people today who's in the process of building a blueprint uh, by sitting on all these calls and listening to it. So there's three types of services. And again, I'm going to use the building industry here as an example. And I want you to write all three of these services down as I take you through it. And then as I take you through it, I want you to start making notes of what what of these services do i already have and then also take note which of these services do you not have yet so the first service that you can go and create for a client is a do-it-yourself services so let's use the building industry as an example and in the building industry you would see this as a person who goes and have tools and uh, you know, something in the house is not working and they just wanna quickly go and do it themselves. So they're probably gonna go onto YouTube or they're gonna try and find a course or they may be gonna contact a person or they're gonna go to their closest uh, builders type of retail shop and they're gonna learn how to do it themselves and they're gonna get the tools to do that. So let's make it very simple in the building industry Uh, a do-it-yourself service would be, you know what, I have a portrait and I want to hang up the portrait. I don't want to hire a guru to hang up the portrait. I don't want to pay an arm and a leg. It's something small. It's a skill I can quickly learn. This person is probably going to look for some sort of quick online course or online information. They're going to go to the shop. They're going to buy the tool and they're going to do it themselves. So it's useful for you as an expert or coach or consultant to have a do-it-yourself service for your clients as well so that can be something like an online course uh you know which is not at a very high price um they can buy the course they can get quick material many people in the consulting and coaching and expert space have do-it-yourself services that's out there for free now i'm not talking about that i'm not talking about your youtube channel your podcast or or even that. I'm more talking about you have a course that people can buy. Uh, This is a budget service. It's a course that they can buy. It's maybe a book that they can buy from you that they can read. It's um, maybe something like a a, a low income level assessment that they can complete uh, that shows them where the the problem areas lie. Maybe it shows them where the red areas lie. Maybe it shows them where... where, um, where the the the, um, the the orange areas lies and where the green areas lie. So, because we're not talking products today, but talking more services, um, I want you to think: what is what what sample of you can you give people that they're gonna pay you for that still includes a service? So, something like a boutique training uh, that they pay for. Our budget service that we give to people which is more of a do it yourself is probably um some of our entry-level trainings we're still providing a service people pay a low fee for it many of you have been to one of them our mastermind would be an example of that A service really means at this stage, it can't really exist without you, whereas a product means at this stage, it can exist without you. So I want you to think of a do-it-yourself service where you're not giving too much of a service. People can still go and without you implement the material they've received. Our mastermind is a classic, classic example of that. Then you can come up with a do it with you service. So let's go to the building industry. A do it with you service in the building industry would be like these two guys. You can see these are uh, giving the color of their beards probably to Celtic Scots and they are planning the build of a house. Now, this person on your right hand side is the architect or the planner he's helping the person with a plan, he's doing it with them. So he's not asking the person to completely do the service on their own, he's saying to them, I'm going to do it with you. So now you can see already the price of the service is already going up here, the architect is going to put up a plan for them, but the architect is not necessarily going to build the house for them. Now, most of us in the services industry, whether we Coaches or consultants or experts or specialists tend to provide a do-it-with-you service. So we sit on a coaching call, we give them the plan, we give them the strategy, we we show them why they need to do something, we show them what they need to do, and we even show them how to do it, but we don't go and do it for them. We don't go and build the, the house for them. So taking it back then, again, you have a service that is do it yourself. So in this case, the person would do everything themselves. They'll plan the house and they'll, uh, they will they build the house. There would be nothing that you do really there for them. Yeah, you're bringing in with the do it with you now, an architect. So they are giving this guy here a vision. They're giving them a plan. They're showing him how the house should look, but they don't go and build the house for them. This is mostly what we do in coaching. We show them how it should be done. consulting but we don't implement on their behalf Um, then you get to the third level and i want to go through this as quick as possible sort of like give you enough time to ask questions to get clarity on it this will be your third level of service where you do it for your service this would be a highly highly priced premium service so in this case you not only um, showing them the plan for the house you're also building the house for them. So not a lot of us offer this service um, where we actually tell them, this is how you should do it, but we also help them with the implementation phase. So looking at these three types of services, this is the trap that most coaches and consultants fall in. They don't have a do-it-yourself service. They have a do-it-with-you service and they don't have a do-it-for-you completely service ideally it would be great if you can have all three for your clients you have a do it yourself you have a do it with you and you have a do it for you for them as well so the way i want you to go and do this today in terms of services and remember you're going to get stuck here if you're going to think products don't think products think services services mean that your services or a team of your services all licenses of your services is still involved in the process with the client. Products mean that, it, that the products stand completely alone. And therefore, people can consume the product without you in it, without your team in it, and without your licenses in it. So make sure you're clear on that distinction, because the next time I'm talking to you about offerings, we're going to go to products. Now we're talking about services. So what you can do already is put a matrix together. Then in your matrix, you put do-it-yourself services that you're going to provide, do-it-with services that you're going to provide and do-it-for services that you're going to provide. Then once you have that in your do-it-yourself service, you're going to ask yourself, what do-it-yourself services can I provide at the moment for people? Will it be something online? Or will it be something in person? What do it with you services can I provide? Will it be online or will it be in person? And what do it for you services can I provide? And will it be online and or will it be in person? So I'm going to give you some examples of services that we provide within this matrix, within our universe. I'm just going to extract some of them here. So a do it yourself service that we would be providing would be something like an online mastermind or offline mastermind. It's a low ticket, low budget service where people come in, they experience it, experience it, it's a short period of time, but they take the information that they receive from us and they 100% have to go and implement it and customize it for their business. So a small boutique event is what we use in our universe. Another, uh, then uh, do it with you services in our universe would be um, more of a platinum mastermind where we invite leaders to join us somewhere in the world and then we sit and do the customization with them. Or another example would be um, where we online. Coach and consult people. Another one that we do it for you or do it with you would be where we actually go and we do a strategic session with a corporate or we do a workshop and a training with them. And then the final one there, do it for you. The closest we have in our universe is we have a service where uh, we actually go and we invite people to, for example, our Bali school. And then rather than just giving them teachings there and showing them how things can be customized for their business, we open the laptops. We get them to do some of the stuff already, sit with them and build their LinkedIn prof- profile or sit with them and uh, put their brand together. Our uh, platinum uh, uh, service is like that as well. The the offering is people can meet me and Mike anywhere in the world and they can choose the destination and then we sit and pull the plans up with them and we already implement things with them. It's a four-day event and then there's a lot of stuff that we do for you but still in that service it's not the full spectrum of implementation. So some of you here may look at a do-it-for-you service that's like uh, you know 100 $100,000 deal where you and let's say five other people sell something, but you're also going to implement everything for the client as well. So it's very possible for you to do that. We've chosen not to go into that level of detail, but we do, we do have your, I'll do it for your services, which is much more expensive, much more customized, and much more already go into the process of implementation. So if you want to be proactive about it, You'll take the information today and already put on a matrix that has do-it-yourself services, but has a second column for do-it-yourself products. So that when we get to that conversation, you want to have that already Uh, for already ready when we have that discussion. Then in your matrix, do have a do it with you services, but also a column with do it with you products, which we'll look at later and do it for you services and do it for your products as well. So uh, that will get the creative juices going. And if you have it already together like that, it will be easier for you to not confuse a service with a product. Now, here's the important part. When you consider the services that you want to supply to your clients, and I totally, totally appreciate that some of you is only going to have do it yourself services, and then you can have more do it with you products. You know, some of you is only going to focus on products. Some of you is only going to focus on services. Some of you is only going to focus on do it with you products and services. So your mix is unique, and there's no, it definitely has to be like you have. Do it yourself, product, products and services. Do it your, do it with your products and services and do it for you, products and services. You don't have to do it. You can come up with your own mix. And I'm saying that so that you don't panic and go, I need all these offerings. It's, it's not true. Um, it's good if you do that because you are diversifying. You're having your products and services in different baskets, which is good for the risk of your business, but it doesn't have to be like that. Nothing is cast in stone and everyone's situation is unique. But the point that I do want to get across is if you're going to choose services for your clients, you have to, especially with the services, this is more important with the services than the products, you have to make sure that you are providing services that has your essence in there. In other words, you are providing services with things that you enjoy. And so we call it the three words, and we've discussed the three words at the very beginning of this process, and I'm going to quickly take you back for those of you uh, who's not been in the process or just to refresh your memory. If you look at this whole process of putting a high offer together, step one in this process was find three words that describe what it is that you love to do every single day of your life. Why is this important? It's important because you're going to create services that you don't enjoy. So before we even started this process, we prompted you to come up with those three words. Now, if you've done that already, this is the point in module three where I'm asking you to go and revisit those three words again and make sure that those three words express in the services that you're gonna choose to deliver for your clients. Now, the three words that Mike has chosen here that are just always so easy for me to remember is Mike wanna speak, word number one, He wants to uh, 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 write, word number two, and uh, he wants to create. So we're not going to choose any services that doesn't have speaking, writing, or creating in that for him. That's very important that you remember that. Otherwise, you're going to end up with services that you don't enjoy. Yes, ultimately, you're going to want to scale. And ultimately, you're going to have team members to do these things on your behalf, or you're going to develop a license, whatever you want to do, going future. But initially, if you an expert, the word expert means you in it, you personally in it. So it's important that with you in it, you have to enjoy what you do. So go and find your three words. This infographic helps you to get going. So for example, if you are a person who loves writing, you are someone who gets energized by putting your ideas on paper. So that may be your word, writing. Maybe you love speaking. That is that uh, you actually a person who make public appearances and that's something you really enjoy. Maybe you're a person who like numbers. And so you like to crunch numbers all the time. You enjoy the analytical side of it. You like to uh, work with information that has statistical findings in it. Uh, You like to get results and all those things. Then uh, numbers need to be one of your words. Maybe you love tech. Maybe you're a person who really, really enjoy working with uh, gadgets and tools and uh, SaaS, which is software as a service and online material. Maybe you're someone who loves creating. In other words, uh, you really like to put new uh, solutions to problems. Uh, maybe you like to create something out of nothing. Maybe you like to come up with concepts and ideas that's new, that's never been thought of before. Maybe you, you someone who like to educate, you like to teach. Um, You want to consider things like maybe a person who likes coaching. Uh, You want to break that down. Maybe you prefer one-on-one coaching. Maybe you prefer group coaching. Maybe you prefer working with corporates. Those considerations are very, very, very important before you put your services together in your matrix. Otherwise, you're going to end up in a space where you have these services that you're offering, but you're really not enjoying it. You absolutely have to enjoy it even if you're you're later gonna get a team to do it on your behalf, or you're gonna train licensees to buy your intellectual property to do it on your behalf, you still have to like it because you have to transfer that skill to them with passion. If you didn't enjoy what you're doing, you're not gonna transfer your skill, you're not gonna be able to build team, and you're not gonna be able to ultimately scale and sell this business. So go and think of your three words because those three words will have to express in your products and services. Why is this important? Otherwise, you're going to end up saying, oh, I'm going to create a do-it-yourself service. And the do-it-yourself service um, involves, uh, for example, a webinar, and the webinar I'm going to appear on. But you don't have tick as one of the things you enjoy doing. And now suddenly you have to go and look for webinar software, you have to create slides for the webinar, you don't understand how the software work, it freaks you out, you're anxious, whereas if you were clear on your word, if you knew that speaking is something you like, you're just going to create an entry-level boutique event like what we've done with our masterminds. i will much rather have a do-it-yourself service like an entry-level mastermind because I enjoy speaking than having something online because we don't enjoy the tech things so much. So the same go for do it with you services. Why would you create a do it with you service that includes one to one coaching? If you actually a person who enjoys group coaching and why would you have a service called coaching if you don't want to work with individuals, but you want to work with corporates, then it's going to be a consulting service and not necessarily a coaching service. And why would you create a, a do it uh, a yourself a do it uh, a do it yourself service, which is a keynote speech? Because you're not really doing with them a lot. It's a do it yourself because they get the information and they go. They don't really ask you questions. Why would you create a keynote speech as a do it yourself service if you do not like public appearances? So you see, these are the questions you have to ask yourself. What's your three words of things you like to do? every single day. And that's then going to lead you into that matrix of services where you can decide what is my do-it yourself services for people, what is my do-it with you services for people, and what is my do-it for you services for people. So this takes us now uh, out of of, of this uh, part of the, the session. I just quickly want to look at some Uh, recommended activities to get you going because I can give you the information but I really want you to sit and go okay what can I now do about it what's practical what is the step or two that I can take after this so that I can get going in my services and then I want to give you some evidence of accomplishment so that you can see when you're actually getting accomplished in really understanding your services very well now recommended activities for you would be to check in back with your values what's your values Go and write your values down on a piece of paper. Then you go and put your three keywords next to it. Your three keywords is what is the three things that I want to do every single day of my life if I can. Um, and then you go and put your skills portfolio next to it. So what's your main skills? What do you do best? Um, if you've not done the skills portfolio before, I think that would be module two under leadership. But you can just look for that skills portfolio. Listen to that lesson Uh, If you don't have a skills portfolio, go and look at your LinkedIn profile. What is your main skills on there? If you don't have that, then go and dig out your CV. But uh, with all of us being business professionals, uh, your LinkedIn profile will do the trick. So look at your values. Look at your three words of what you want to do every single day. And then you look at your LinkedIn profile of your skills portfolio. Uh, And then when deciding about the ways in which you want to serve your customers, that will give you the clues you need to understand what services will really make you happy, keep you energized and keep you engaged. Secondly, then do online and offline research on the most profitable services that's available in your industry. Go and look at other people in your industry that you admire, go and look at their websites, go look at the services they offer, and that will give you great ideas. So this is a way for you actually to get going. Evidence of accomplishment that your services are actually well-defined is having a combination of services that are profitable, give you purpose and provide freedom of choice. Very, very, very important. Uh, If those are in check, then it means you got it right. You're actually in the flow with the services for your clients. And then second, the possibility of scaling a section of your services in the new future. So when you choose these services, when you choose the do-it-yourself services and do it with your services and do it completely for your services, do have the end in mind. Do have in mind that at some stage, you're going to want to scale your business or you're going to want your business to run completely without you, or you're going to want to sell the business. And so choose those services with that in mind. Okay, so with that all said and done, that's a mouthful. Uh, Next, we'll be talking about your product offerings so that we can bring those two together. But with all that said, um, I'm going to stop the share now, and I want to give you an opportunity to ask me any questions about your services, or let's play around with some ideas um, as I stop this. Right, so I see we've grown in numbers. Uh, We're quite a few people now, yeah? Um, Please now use this opportunity to unmute yourself and ask any question that you may about the services in your business. Well, I have my sip of water.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Lani. That was really great. We've got a, a question here from Anthony. He asks, would you, have you ever showed your matrix in a proposal or do you listen first and then propose one of them?
0: Very good question, Anthony. So um, what I do, what me and Mike do when we're proposing something, and especially in the corporate uh, setup, because many of you do tap into corporate budgets or you work with corporates, and I mean, if you don't, this applies to individual coaching um, of clients as well. What we do is we show our blueprint. We don't show our matrix. So the blueprint shows the client, here's the value proposition, here's the top three areas we can help you with. Uh, We also show an assessment, for example, if that's appropriate for the client. And then with that, we first, in a high level, decide what is their immediate need. You know, some of their needs will be, um, for example, in our universe, some of them would have a need, a clear need of leadership. And so that will make us go that way some of them would have a clear need in mindset that will make us go that way and some of them would have a clear uh, uh, need in let's say sales and marketing that makes us venture that way so we will show a blueprint that helps them make a decision first once the decision is made then from the decision that's been made a proposal will come so that will then be more of a leadership specific proposal with the matrix attached if appropriate or it will be more a mindset proposal or more of a sales and marketing pro- proposal. And because we do it like this, we, we have the ability to have cust- not customized proposals, already set proposals. So we would have already set proposals for leadership, set proposals for mindset, set, set proposals for sales and marketing that also keep you from sitting after every single client meeting, putting all these customized proposals together. Does that answer your question, Anthony?
1: Yes. Start with the blueprint. Any other questions?
0: Tick, 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 tick. Is it clear for you? Is it clear for you that you have to go and do this matrix? We What we're doing is we're re-engineering it. Many of you already have a bl- blueprint. You already have an image that's a blueprint. Some of you have sat through these sessions with me probably to learn the whole spectrum of the process and your blueprint may be the end result of that. That's all fine. But uh, we're getting you to build your blueprint with all of these different considerations coming from all all, all sorts of areas. So one of the things you want to consider when you build this blueprint then also is what is the services I will offer and a matrix is very valuable in that. Any more questions?
1: Yes, ma'am.
2: Um, Thank you for that sharing. I have lots of notes and a a few questions. I just want to wrap my head around the do it. uh, The first one, do it for you. Excuse me. So
0: yeah,
2: yeah, do it yourself. So you said this is a low ticket item. This is low budget. So in my sphere of training, uh, would this be something like where I'm providing the training materials, the slide deck, and then saying, you just run with it without me actually doing any teaching. And then the second version of that could be the next version up then becomes train the trainer, which is uh, do it with you. But I guess it's the low end product that is throwing me slightly in terms of, you know, from a coaching standpoint.
0: Well, I think the, the key here is, Pam, from a coaching standpoint, I many times prefer products in the DIY more than a service. So I think that's the point and And that's, that's the part that may cause confusion. So if you don't find something that resonates with you in the DIY as a service, rather move over to the products, which is a book or something like that. Examples of services in the coaching and consulting environment would be something like you've done an assessment on a client and you're giving them a a, a low ticket feedback report, but you, you, you delivering that report in person. So that would be a good example. Another good example of a service in, from a coaching point of view, which is one we prefer is a keynote speech because Hmm. you're delivering the service, but you're not telling them how you're giving them, it's almost like a TED talk. You're giving them the, why it's important, but you don't really tell them how to implement it. And then the third one you can consider is something very similar to the mastermind you attended. We have our personal service there available. Not a lot of people, especially in our environment, prefer to do that because putting an event together is quite a, you know, it, it's it's quite a skill to, I mean, we have Chris sitting here on the call who's constantly filling those events. So it's labor intensive. So -hmm. because of that, um, I would probably counsel most of you on this call who's in consulting, coaching, or in somewhere in the services industry to have that DIY probably as a product and not as a service. So focus more on the do it with you services and the do it for you services.
2: Okay, so actually my product then could be my online course where I'm not involved in it. Yes. And you sell that at a lower, lower price versus when you get me, it's going to be higher because you're, you're buying my, I don't want to say buying my time, but because you get me. Exactly. So, okay. Exactly. All right. Thank you for that.
0: You're welcome, Pam. Anyone else?
2: Alandi, Yes, i got a quick question. Um, Please. When How you... you doing, I'm good on yourself. Good. Thank you. Cool. Um,
1: so when, when you're designing um, your matrix... Um, it's okay to design with kind of the future in mind. So in other words, it may be a product or service that you that you need additional people to assist you with, but you haven't yet found those people. So in other words, your sales
2: is going to lead your delivery.
0: I that- love that, Steve. Absolutely. It's very similar to organizational design. And I know it's a very strange answer to your question, but you know, a lot of entrepreneurs leave corporate. And we all, how many of you have been in corporate? Can I see a show of hands? How many of you have actually had a job in a corporate, right? What was one of the things in corporate that was drilled into our minds over and over again? The organizational structure. Remember when you started there, you saw the organizational design, the organizational structure, then you become an entrepreneur and suddenly you don't have an organizational structure for your business. You're building something that should be scalable and that you should be able to sell, but there's no organizational structure. There's no career path for you. There's no vacancies. So the same thing applies to when we build our products and services. We should have these products and services even though we can't deliver them yet because that's what gives us a vision. That's what gives us a purpose. And that also helps remind us that we'll never be able to build an empire if we remain a solopreneur. We need to eventually get team members, partners, licensees, however you want to build it. But if it's going to be you in the business alone forever, you're basically sitting with the organizational design with one person employed in every single one of their jobs. And that is physically and mentally impossible. So because of that philosophy, I really would um, encourage you to build into your matrix all the services you want to provide in future, as well as all the products, those books that you still want to write that uh, consulting team that you still want to put together that's going to deliver on your behalf absolutely because that will that will pull you into the future and encourage you thank you you're welcome steve who else we still got 20 minutes left of questions so i have lots of time for you anything that you're not clear on please yes pam please go Pam, I think you
2: muted. (laughs) I can't hear you, Pam. Yeah, my apologies. Actually, I was saying I I hope I won't be that person that asked all the questions, but I muted that out. So anyway, having said that, the third part of doing it with you or doing it for you, uh, you you encourage us to have that. What if you don't want to do that?
0: you don't have to you don't have to do that the reason why i encourage that is because some people really want to have a high ticket item that makes them and the people in the ecosystem a lot of money very quickly and a lot of people are set up for that so this is not something me and mike uh really want to do either so i'm really talking about imagine we had a circle of excellence product that shows you how to do things but we had a whole team behind us that do your blueprint for you, do your design for you, do your marketing and sales for you. So there's a lot of those products coming out at the moment and they do work exceptionally well because it magnifies your brand like nothing. So rather than having a website on there where you sit with, let's say, a boutique team of people, you now have a whole organizational ecosystem that consume the person fix them and spit them out on the other side. So that's getting more and more popular. But the people who are doing this is people that's, incredibly connected with people in their industry around them. So it can be done. Um, it does massively increase the value of your business. I mean, if I'm a business broker, um, and and I mean, we have Diane Buerman on this call here, which is incredible with getting people funding, but uh, she would probably contest to if she had to get me funding for my business and my business can prove that I'm taking a PAM, putting her in on this side and completely spitting her out on the other side fixed, that business will get incredible investment and it will have super, super high value. But to practically put it together, as, you know, for many of us who build businesses, that's lifestyle business and a business based on value. We just couldn't be bothered.
2: Mm. Well, I was thinking like a VIP day then, you know, where you're working side by side with somebody helping them to craft their, their keynote. But you're really going bigger than that, which is we'll help you craft your keynote. We'll help you get your slide deck together. Yep. will help you choose your wardrobe and yes. videotape yes. that so that you've got something out there that you can share your, with your investors if you needed to do something like that, Exactly, where it's really exactly. huge.
0: Exactly. Now, that type of business, you can imagine, will have high value in it, but it will also have high risk in it because you are mm. responsible for the entire supply chain. But... Mm. Me and Mike has taken an aspect of do it with you and turned it into a titanium service, which is like a VIP service, like you say. So our titanium service is we sit with the person for four days, we literally cook for them, dance for them, not really, but <laughs> get the idea. <laughs> We cook for them. We actually take them and show them uh, d- different uh, analogies in the world out there. We wine them. We dine them. We help them to put the plans together. We go on the computers with them, and we send them off after four days, very very well looked after. So it's not a full do it with you service, but it is our in, our interpretation of a do it with you, uh, do it for you service which has much more, let's call it concierge in there and much more of an aspect of VIP. So you can most certainly take what you do at the moment, which is do it with you and translate that into a premium service that's much more VIP for sure. All
2: right. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, Pam. And price that one really high.
2: Actually, I have something uh, which I call the power business retreat, where it's like two or three days where I've worked with people one-on-one, but I don't think I've taken it to the scale that, that it could be. And well, I think, I think working case, with a higher level, like a CEO to, to flesh out a presentation or a pitch deck, um, I could do the same thing.
0: There you go. I'm, I'm talking for you, really, the, the, the chief executive officer, working with him or her or their spouse type of thing. So it's concierge. You're only spending your time with them, with the individual or many times uh, with the individual's partner or with the individual's business partner. So yeah, you're talking maximum of two people and you're not just teaching them uh, for four days, or whatever, you really give them specialized inside information. They present to you, you give them feedback, you clothe them, you you make sure after that four days that they go. And this is a very good product for something, for example, who just got the role as a prime minister, or they just got the role, they're a new CEO, they're nervous, they need an accelerator. Which they're willing to pay for at premium price because they they need to be ready now. They don't have the luxury to be coached over twelve months or something like that. It's a it's it's very valuable for celebrities as well and that market.
2: Love it. Thank you.
0: You'll you'll with your skill set, this will be a stunning product. But the 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 secret of this product, it has to be really priced high. Otherwise, you don't uh, attract the type of person who wants this specialized attention. Mm-hmm.
2: I can do that.
0: Absolutely, no doubt. <laughs> Thank,
2: Thank you. you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome, Pam.
2: Lani, I've got
1: are, I've got one yes, more question, yes, yes. and I guess it it ties into what Pam will have to do next, which is how does she how does she package that? Um, and would you do it in the form of a deck? Would you do it in the form of a flyer or a brochure? Or how, how, what from your experience? How would you best package the different? Um,
0: offerings would they all we've, have follow a similar format yeah what we've done is we've we've packaged our titanium uh, offering into the form of a brochure a very high level gloss brochure and then where other people would put the price we've put there by invitation only so oh, it's, yeah it's not something we market to the public we'll we'll maybe we'll we'll have client events and market it to our own clients or pick up a person and literally pick up the phone and invite them. And then they say yes or no. So we've had quite a few titanium so far, but uh, we use a glass brochure. You can have a blueprint for it as well. But um, I find with with the do it with you services, which is what most of us do, the blueprints work very, very well. I have found with concierge premium services, a browser where less is more and almost nothing works best because it's by invitation only. It's literally, it's almost like, it's almost like you having Steve a retreat and at the retreat is, or let's call it something different that fits more into your universe. It's almost like you have a, a gala event for top sports people and you have you presenting there as well as to other people about the state of industry you have high, high level people there. And then you you move around in the evening and you talk to one or two people. And one of the people, you look at them and go, you know, listening to where you are now, our titanium offering is probably going to be ideal for you. And then they'll say, oh, can you send me information about it? And you go, no, I think we need, we need to go for a coffee. Then you take them to a five-star hotel, talk to them about it, follow it up with a stunning... Um, uh, uh, brochure with the words by invitation only, and then you make an ar- arrangement around it. So it's really classy. It's really less is more, and it doesn't have the amount of marketing material around it that you would normally have because you're now almost a level above marketing. Meaning you do not develop this for the mass. You de- you develop it for handpicked people by invitation only.
2: Got you. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. And you know what? There's no one on this call who I do not believe can have that 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 concierge premium product because they are really lovely cash cows. They 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 come in and uh, they incredibly fulfilling and enriching because you know we all sit with people and take them through a journey. I've been quite vocal on the fact that most of our circle of excellence members, which is most of you on this call, we start seeing massive change in you after a year after a year we start seeing then the caterpillar starts coming out then you go whoa okay here they come it takes time and you have that with your own clients as well whereas your your premium uh, service which can be a do it with you service you see it's an accelerator so you see results very very quickly and that's incredibly rewarding very rewarding landy can I ask a question
1: please yes Diane please do the premium product, could I use that with my corporates? So the corporates work with the SMMEs, which is what the people that I want to work with. But they put aside a budget. And up until now, South Africa has put aside a lot of money for skills. So I'm challenging that because I don't think that that's where the big change comes in. Um, so corporates are now putting aside money for growth, which is the bigger small businesses, you know, the ones that are employing and have staff already, et cetera. So if we put a premium product together for the corporates to invite or to pay for or partially pay for, could that be seen as a premium or is that still not, is that not premium enough?
2: Well,
0: I think, you know, the thing is with corporates, they have all these lovely budgets. That's why I love the corporate so much. And you can dip into those budgets if you package it properly so properly. So the way I would have packaged the premium, premium package for a corporate is I'll call it like the diamond retreat for high performers or the diamond retreat for top performers. So it's only your executives or you were talking about SMEs. So it's only your top performing SMEs that get uh, invited by invitation only by the CEO. And so I'll keep this very small, especially if you're going to provide the information at the retreat, I'll keep it to Almost like our, almost like our plat, our platinum mastermind, which is five people, six people tops in it. So I'll keep five, six people tops in it, and they're your top performing SMEs, and they get invited to the diamond retreat by the CEO by invitation only, and then uh, then you cap it. I think it can work beautifully. And then they they get sort of after the retreat, almost like a diamond badge or a a, a diamond something that that say that they've completed this part which put them in the top level of SME performers, which again will give them fantastic business in return. So absolutely. The the idea just with the premiums is to keep your numbers very small. That's really for me the difference between, uh, you know, you do it with you and you do it for you. Do it for you comes into the space of concierge. So you do not have a lot of people there. It has to be intimate, boutique and give you a lot of your personalized attention the moment you go over five or six it's becoming a workshop style and so then it's going back again to do it with you i mean imagine if you go imagine you're a top performing sme and here you get an invitation by the ceo of a bank for example inviting you to this retreat and after the retreat you get a pin that you can put on your jacket which is a diamond and a batch that say that you've been spotted by the CEO of this reputable brand as top performing SME. I mean, pff,
1: no brainer. So that could be like a five day retreat away, almost like what we did in, in Richards Bay, um, that type of, but at a premium um, a place away. Richards Bay is too big. Richard Bay is too big.
0: So this is closer mm. to what we okay. call our platinum mastermind. We have a, we've got a platinum mastermind this year in, um, Greece.
1: Santorini.
0: Santorini. That's more a premium. Cause we have like, we're going to have in the tops, I think five people, top six people at tops. And so that is not like the Bali school where people sit classroom style. This is more, we live together in one house. We cook together we have incredible conversations, we go out together, we, we go through content and material together, we form friendships together, we laugh together, we try to, uh, cry together, we have breakthroughs together. So people who's been with us on a platinum mastermind, and people who's been with us on um, a titanium, is, it's becomes like family, because you, you you're creating that big brother experience almost, if you want. So therefore, it's not quite the Richard Bay Richard's Bay, I think Diane, we had how many there helped me twenty plus people. Mm, so yeah. you you just cannot bond at that level the 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 premium premium service is a bonding experience. You bond and you get to know each other's personality and it's very, very personable.
1: So it could be quite nice to invite or to have the CEO of Standard Bank or whoever it is as part of that yes. five-day premium. So yes. they would be part of it. Okay. Yes, they right. would
0: be part of them. They get to know them better. They learn all the the, the the lessons from a CEO of a bank. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. CEO, even inviting the CEO's husband or the CEO's wife to make it more personable. And I mean, you have... Real high level uh, food, but these I find that these premium services. You somehow want to you. I call it multi dimensional education. So mm. what we're having here is one dimensional education. I present and you ask a few questions. That's one dimensional for me. Um, Two dimensional for me is we start to see each other in person, and we inf- we inc- include other groups of people, and we have more multimedia and whatever three-dimensional communication is if you touch on every possible sense you don't just teach people um, online you also teach them in person you take them around you show them thing- things you go into life lessons it, it's multi-dimensional education so these ones would be multiple multiple dimension in education for example when we had Paul Teval, um as our titanium client in South Africa to to go through him, uh, you know, to prepare him for the global speaking federation role as president. You know, you can sit at a coffee shop and talk to him about leadership, or you can take him, we took him to a a, a retirement center for lions. And we showed him how the lion went through the process of confidence, how the lion was taken from a circus, then taught how to become a predator. We, We showed him cardboard boxes, where they are building him a fake antelope and then they're hiding the meat in the antelope and how that hiding of the meat in the antelope give the lion confidence. And then we showed him again how the, the lion has grown his mane. And so that's a different form of teaching. That's, really, that's a type of teaching that really sinks in. So it's not just textbook. It's not just classroom. It's taking them around, giving them concierge, giving them your time, teaching them life lessons. It, it really goes deep. That's why you can't do it all the time. And that's why the price is high because you you give a lot of yourself. You, you give it your all, to be honest. And you can't walk out of those uh, sessions without really having a, a kinship with the person. I mean, on this call sits Kourbis. Kourbis is going to join us this year in Santorini. Um, and so he'll be able to contest the experience. It's something completely different. Anyone else? Uh, I want to stay respectful to your time. We're three minutes before the hour. So I think we can take one last question.
1: I just want to comment on Paul. When we met him now, when he was here in Cape Town, he said that he's never experienced anything like that time that he was with you guys. And he's never cried as much as he did with you. Well, thank you. (laughs) but you know that's where the
0: that's where the breakthrough experiences happen I promise you we cry just as hard you know I mean my investment in waterproof mascara is real you know (laughs) because because those are the breakthrough experiences those are the moments in life that change your life we call them critical moments so thank you for that feedback Diane and I believe Paul has just won a massive massive award um He's been mm. knighted or something. You know? So that's the level where these things ultimately take you. These interventions with your clients, these personal ones is where you see real change in people. Anyway, on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. Um, Chris, do you have some insight for us on who's the next person coming up uh, for our global intelligence update next week?
1: Yeah, let me just double check. Um Because while Chris is
0: checking, there will be someone else. And then in a few more sessions, it will be me again. And then when it's me again, we'll jump then into products. Product ideas for you in the coaching consulting expert um, industry.
1: Yeah. So next week, we'll have Anthony Ogley. Going to be quite an interesting session. And then after that, it's going to be Mike and then Lundy again.
0: Okay. What is Anthony talking about?
1: So he's going to talk on thriving in the age of transformation.
0: Right we all need a bit of that so see you on the call next week i so appreciate every single one of you and until i see you again have a lovely week ahead
1: grace bye everyone thank
0: you